Mark Wilson, Paul Musthaven, Breakfast Flakes, checking in right before the little four-day break from work for most of us. Some of you have to work Friday for Black Friday. Snowing out there, folks. Rain and snow mixed. Got a little nap yesterday because Tuesday is the night I normally get my daughter. We have dinner. Plus, I wanted to stay awake and see the majority of that Gonzaga-UCLA game. God, they killed them. They killed them. And the nice part was... I didn't get enough of a nap, so I didn't miss anything by the time I fell asleep, and Gonzaga pretty much had that one over by halftime. Was that at the tip-off? <laughs> halftime. Oh. I, saw, I saw it till halftime. Okay. But, what about what I watched? But while I'm waiting, yesterday I'm doing dishes, and what's going on with you guys? Q2 and Red Lodge Mountain, what's going on? Has somebody got something on somebody? You're running around behind somebody else's back. Second story last night, they send Family Guy to Red Lodge to do a story on Red Lodge Mountain. Well, hi, everybody. (laughs) It's been an early season of snow so far, and people up here are just orgasmic. (laughs) We've been making snow all day long, and hopefully we have 30 inches in time for the holiday. Mark, did you see the story? No, I didn't. That was pretty much it. I know exactly what it. I don't know what it is either. And he didn't say orgasmic, but he showed it. The only thing in life that matters in this whole area to our news stations Mm -hmm. is snow at Red Lodge Mountain. Why? I don't get. Paul and I go way back with Red Lodge Mountain when they used to call in. They used the telephone to call in the ski report and got to know all the gals that called in the ski report, and they were all great personalities in their own right. And then uh, they used to do a promotion nationwide, Learn to Ski for Free Day. And we got involved with that one year. And Red Lodge Mountain had the most free skiers of any ski area in America that year. Place was packed. Had to walk a couple miles down the road to even park. Well, you fast forward to now. And uh, Red Lodge cut ties with us many years ago when they changed ownership. And I was told they don't advertise here because, quote, cowboys don't ski. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, tell that to tell that to Alvin Ellis up there. Mm-hmm. Tell that to tell that to the radio station with the number one buying demographic twenty five fifty four men and women. But that's okay. It's your money. You do what you want. And the funny thing about this was, they interviewed the manager up there, and he says, "You know, uh, or assistant manager rather." We don't really have enough snow, so we're kind of asking everybody to do a snow dance. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's do that. While the rest of us, all summer long, mm-hmm. in agriculture, mm-hmm. which is far bigger business around these parts than Red Lodge Mountain is. More people eat than ski. We're all dying a slow, painful death. Uh-huh. Crops have dried up. Mm-hmm. Guys are selling cows. No pasture. No hay. T- trying to get drought legislation passed for the whole state. And yet... They're they're over there. Oh no! <laughs> while while some places don't look so great, I think we're going to have a great start to the season. And they show they show a picture of one of the lifts, and there's not even enough snow to cover all of the ground as of Tuesday. And they're opening Friday. Well, they ought to be getting it now. Oh, that's what he said. We should pick up an inch or two tonight of natural snow. To go along with the man-made, but everybody still needs to do their snow dances. Yeah, and everybody, Mark, and they're not going to have the whole place open. So here's the. Uh, 
Did they say anything about COVID protocol? Because you know how. Actually, they did. Oh, did they? I'll get to that. Okay. Uh, I was asked politely many years ago not to refer to it up there as Rock Dodge. Right. Everybody that I know that is serious about skiing has got more than one set of skis. You got your good skis that have got the sharp edges, the nice services. You get them planed and waxed. Yeah. And you got your rock skis. Yeah. Look, I, I know it's going to be rough terrain. There's going to be rocks, branches sticking out. So you take rock skis, and people have called Red Lodge Rock Dodge for years. Well, I quit doing that, you know, political correctness trying yeah. to be. Now, you, Mark's got cars like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark's got cars like that. I do. Yes. So anyway, back to the ski thing. <laughs> you know, I got my I got my good car. Right. I got the I got the parade car. Right. I got the summer road tripping car. Right. I, I got the I got the rough the rough terrain vehicle. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh keep in mind they're not they're not talking rental prices. This is just if you've got all your own stuff, boots, skis, poles, all that. Right now, an adult all-day ticket will be discounted down to $67. That's just if you want to ride to the top. Yep. And you got all your own stuff. Because it's, it's, it's free to ski. Mm-hmm. It, you're paying for the lift. Uh, once they get back to regular pricing, it's anywhere from $79 to $99 for an adult all-day ticket. Most of the year, if you wait and come to the window, it's 79 If you buy in advance, even 48 hours, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. You can save up to 5%. Wow. What? I wonder if we're allowed to build our own lift. Uh, probably yeah. not, but you can walk up. You know, because they, they build a lift. Yeah. The, gave them permission to build one um, on forest natural uh, national forest land. So, Masks are requested to be worn by unvaccinated guests anywhere inside the lodge. You can't ask me. It's none of your business. Mm-hmm. But no more mask requirement for the lift line this year. Well, there is no mask mandate in Montana, though. No, there's none. Uh, if you're going to be <laughs> if you're going to be sitting inside the restaurant, you better have purchased food or beverage, otherwise you can't sit there. No more sitting in there. Nope. Well, you know, and here's a question too: If you're feeling ill, why would you go skiing? Don't get it. Don't get it. Reservations at the beer stew, but the base can be made in advance for people looking for a surefire seat on a cold day. Well, <laughs> not a factor for me. I'm retired from skiing. I haven't skied in 20 plus years. It's another sport I didn't grow up doing because my family didn't have money for skiing, and skiing was a lot cheaper back in the 70s. But back to it, I don't know why. I don't know why this is uh, such a hot well, topic. It's what it is, folks. It's a TV crutch, is yeah. what it is. What we fall in the business. You talk about Santa Claus mm-hmm. and uh, oh, and gotta have snow on Christmas Day. All that, yeah. God, remember when I wanted to get everybody to collect the snow in their driveway and take it over to her house and dump it there. Um, so. Because they think, they think that's all that matters to people. So they pick something and they go with it. Like Santa Claus and snow on Christmas Day. I keep trying to tell Dingling up there. Jesus was born in the middle of the desert. It was Bethlehem. <laughs> there was no lift line. It was 55 <laughs> degrees that day. There was blowing sand. All right. The cars back then overheated. They had to take a donkey. <laughs> 
Okay. There's no snow on Christmas Day. Uh-uh. It's a crutch. It is. It's a crutch. It's a crutch. And nobody watches TV news anymore anyway. It's uh, everybody gets stuff on their phones and that's the whole problem with this COVID thing. You know, have, have you ever noticed, folks, whenever there is something with Dr. Fauci, I picked up on this this morning. Whenever there's an interview, whenever there's a press conference, no one else is ever there but Dr. Fauci. True. No other experts are there. No infectious disease experts, the experts from Pfizer, the experts on the uh, the mRNA technology or whatever it is who developed it. They're never there. Infectious disease experts and immunization experts around America, they're never there. Only Dr. Fauci is there. Only Dr. Fauci. That's how they control you. That's how they manipulate you. Mm -hmm. That's how they influence you, indoctrinate you. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. And uh, just like yesterday. Folks, this administration... Our country is in such danger from the incompetent people that are now running this country. Non-skilled, non-qualified people that are making all the decisions of America. Can can you imagine a guy like John Tester being one of the 500 most important people in this nation? Making decisions? Look, look, look at what look at what is going on back there. Now, yesterday, the um, the Biden administration has announced that they were going to tap into the National Strategic Oil Reserves, fifty million barrels. All right, fifty million barrels of oil. They're going to bring the price of gas down. The reason gas went up is because of all of their policies, right? Their war on fossil fuels, their their tighter restrictions and regulations and taxes and and I mean, just one thing after the next. The greenhouse uh, legislation that you're trying to push through, the war on all this kind of stuff. So anyway, here here you go, fifty million barrels, great. So yesterday they have a news conference. And our energy secretary, she's there in the podium at the White House, and she goes up to the podium, all, you know, family guys sitting there in the front row, a million other guys, you know, oh, whoa, no, you know, and this is this is the best energy secretary we ever had because she's female, for one, and never had anything to do with the oil business. So that's why it makes her such a great energy secretary. So they ask her, the one reporter says, uh, uh, Miss Energy Secretary, I don't even know what her name is. It, uh, it uh, escapes me at this current time. One good uh, question comes up, says uh, uh, Energy Secretary such and such. um, How many barrels of oil do we use every day in the United States? How many barrels of oil do we need to keep our nation running every day? And our Energy Secretary, who is in charge of all of this, who has to be the smartest person we have in energy. Jennifer Granholm? Yeah, says, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what our, uh, our consumption is every day. 
She's our energy secretary, Mark. They just released 50 million barrels out of the strategic. And she doesn't know how much oil the United States needs to produce every day to keep our engine running. She doesn't know. She doesn't know, folks. Now, I can guarantee to you that when Rick Perry from Texas was our energy secretary, I'll bet he knew. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. She has no clue. Nobody in that administration has a clue. Joe Biden doesn't know. Pete Buttigieg doesn't know. He's our transportation secretary. I don't even know if he knows how to drive. All these people that they put in, they are non-qualified. No. You know, Ronald Reagan started that. He said, always put people in positions of power who know their field, know their job, and can do their job well. Makes sense. You let them do the work for you, and they report to you, but they're experts. You know, Trump did that. He had good generals. Uh, He had to make some changes quickly because he picked some bad ones, but he knew it, so he fired him. Mm -hmm. He got rid of Sessions. He got rid of our uh, Secretary of State, Tillerson. Remember him? He got rid of all the. They weren't doing the job. Got rid of them right away. This woman doesn't even know how much oil we use every day. Folks, here's the thing. We use, on average, uh, between 18 and 20 million barrels of oil a day in the United States to keep our heart pumping. All right? So what has the Biden administration done? Well, here's what they've done. They've released enough oil out of our strategic oil reserves to run our nation for about two and a half days. (laughs) Two and a half days worth of oil is what they released. Two and a half days. That's it. That's it, folks. That's a hiccup. That's a little burp. Two and a half days of all that oil, by the way, that was put in those strategic reserves by President Trump. He bought it when it was 29 bucks a barrel and he filled it to the top. I mean, every coffee can, every milk jug, water bottle had oil in it everywhere around the United States. He filled it up to the top because he knew we needed it someday. But these people don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. He's been in office for 10 months, 10 months as of November 20th, 10 months. And our gas has gone from $2 to wherever you are in the country. It's up 50, 60% in just 10 months. We went from being the world's largest exporter to now being dependent, asking the Middle Eastern OPECers, the terrorists, we're going to fund them. We're going to give them the money by buying their oil that they need to buy military hardware to use against us and kill our men and women. Isn't that great? You know, and technically, folks, that that's just all. That's just all pomp and circumstance for Joe Biden, because we don't get most of our oil from the Middle East. We get most of our oil from Canada and Venezuela. Didn't know that. Mm hmm. Saw it last night. A lot of oil from there. Oil's our life's blood. It's the energy of our economy. It's the foundation of capitalism. It keeps the world running. By the way, here's a deal that Joe Biden needs to do. How about this one? Why don't you throw in this? All the electric cars that are coming, all that that they want, 
all the battery-operated cars and vehicles, they should all have to be supplied with renewable energy. Why? I mean, hey, you, you want to make a difference? Make a difference. Anybody gets an electric vehicle and plugs in that car and is going to need a charge from here on out, it all has to be provided by renewable energy, i.e. wind or solar. Let the rest of us use the other energy. You all have to have renewable energy. Oh, no. no. You know why, folks? Because they're not going to be able to supply enough energy for all of those electric vehicles to keep them running. No. We're going to add the demand for electricity in this nation is going to increase so much over the next 10 years. We will not be able to supply it with renewable energy. We won't be able to do it. I told you about Oregon. They're the largest renewable energy state in the country, and they get about 6% now of all of their energy from renewable energy. They've been doing it for 10 years. They got more solar panels and wind towers out there than you can shake a stick at, and they only get 6% of the energy that Oregon needs from renewable energy. Can you imagine what this country would look like with solar and wind towers every freaking place to try to make up for that? They won't let you do nuke. They won't let you do that. It's a major, major problem. Folks, we are at a crossroad and period of time in our country like none we've ever seen before. And uh, we got to hold on. They are blitzkrieging us, as I said earlier in the week, with everything they got. And they're going to do it for 11 more months. They're coming after you with everything they have. Every weapon in their arsenal. They will corrupt every politician. John Tester is worth $18 million now. How do you think that happened? Because they got his vote. And that man just gets richer and richer. And his votes are hurting Montana more and more each day. More and more each day. The press is on their side. I mean, it's just, it's the university system is indoctrinating youth. They're corrupted. We've lost control of that. The courts, all of that kind of stuff. We have got a real major fight on our hands and we have to continue to do it. We have to save the nation we love. And we got to do it over the next 11 months. And they are just pulling out all the stops. Listen to this article today, folks. I got to read you this. The Billings Gazette runs an article today from Associated Press on the second page of their paper. Firearms become more common on U.S. streets. This is an AP writer. Morgan Lee. Listen to this sentence. I I want you to see how they are influencing you, indoctrinating you, and this is a false, complete lie. Complete lie. And they're allowed to lie. They're allowed to lie. You would see all the lawsuits that come out of this Rittenhouse thing, folks. Anyway, here's the opening sentence. Listen to this. As Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted in two killings that he said were self-defense, armed civilians patrolled the streets near the Wisconsin courthouse. That is incorrect. The jury said, the jury said they were self-defense. The jury did. The evidence, the judge, the jury all said he didn't do it. It was self-defense. Not he. It wasn't him. He had a, tr- a, a trial by his peers. That's, 
They're saying that, well, just because he, their point is he said. That's how AP does it. I got news for them. Firearms have been more common on the streets for more years than these stupid liberal people ever realized. Mm -hmm. People always pack. There's people packing everywhere. Ryan Busey, a former firearms industry executive who now supports moderate gun control, said (laughs) the case reinforced normalization of military-style weapons on the city and suburban streets. You're a dumbass. Ryan's a dumbass. Ryan is a dumbass. And let's have an educational lesson here in front of the public about military-style weapons. Folks, there are zero military weapons available in your stores. Right. Zero. Fact? Zero. Zero. You want to argue with me? Call me, please. Zero military-style weapons. Zero. You cannot legally sell to the average Joe a military weapon. True. Now, there are weapons that look like they're a military gun, and why do they do that? Why do they do that? Because they're cool looking, but they don't function militarily. No. Every gun, folks, you have to pull the trigger to fire a shot. Mm -hmm. Okay? Every shot. You have to pull the trigger. A single shot. There's no automatic weapons or any military weapons out there available. So what? So what? They look like it. You know what else they they sell, folks? They sell military-style clothing. I see a lot of hunters (laughs) during bow season. Mm -hmm. They're all wearing military-style clothing. True. You know what else is out there, folks? You could go to Denny Menholt Chevrolet right up here, and you could buy a Hummer. That's a military-style vehicle. Mm-hmm. But you know what it doesn't have in it? <laughs> you dumbasses. <laughs> Just because it's military-style doesn't mean it's military. Mm-hmm. Hey, could I, uh, could I get the option seat? Because if I can get one of those machine gun turrets on my Hummer, I'll take one. <laughs> We have military-style aircraft that haul your Christmas packages in your ski poles. Oh, no! Yeah, your ski equipment. Cargo planes built just like the military planes. But they're not military planes. GPS came from the military. Military. Got that on your phone, by the way. You have a military phone. Military phone. You people were all stupid just because it looks. You you can buy a knife that looks like it's military. Mm -hmm. You can buy a Quonset shed to store your machinery in that looks like the barracks that they have down at Fort Bragg. You can go down here a couple blocks and buy anything that is military surplus. Yes. (laughs) That doesn't mean it's... You want the boots, the uniform, the hats. Right. All of that. But it doesn't mean it it functions as a military piece of equipment. No. It just looks like it. They've been doing that for years. You know what else is a military piece of equipment, folks? The revolver. 
Because back in its day, they used that in the military. One shot. One shot. Military-style weapons. See, people people like Dick Durbin and Feinstein, they, they don't understand. They don't know weapons. No. They don't know them at all. They're not military weapons. And by you, the way, those are people that are protected by people carrying weapons. Mm-hmm. They're not military. So what? So they look like it. You can dress up like a soldier for Halloween. That doesn't mean you are a military man. No. He just dressed up and looked like one. These people were stupid. They don't understand them. And this guy should know better. This guy should know better. What else today? More U.S. adults don't expect to have a child. That's going to be a problem. Citing reasons such as apathy, financial instability, and lack of a partner. There is no reason right now in America for financial instability. Ooh, that's cold, too. Boy, you're really, Mr. Mushaben, you are so judgmental. You don't understand what people... There is no reason right now for financial instability. None. Not with all the work available. 11 million jobs available. Uh, look at look at yourself in the mirror. That's where the problem is. That's right. Look in the mirror. All my problems that I have, and believe me, folks, I got so many goddamn <laughs> problems, you don't even know. And you know what I do? I look in the mirror every day, and those are my problems. And I brought all those problems on. Those were all decisions that I made, mm-hmm. and I got to fix them. Right. And damn it, I'm trying to. Right. Those are my problems. My choices, my problems. I made them. Look in the damn mirror. That's where the problem is. Now, once again, there are people with disabilities out there. People who have been handed a bad hand one way or the other. And we have an obligation as a decent human being to take care of those people. But the rest of them, we do not. You need to get up and tighten your bootstraps and take advantage of what the country offers. So don't give me this crap. But anyway, back to the original article. <laughs> Financial instability, lack of a partner. That's a problem. By the way, we don't encourage partners anymore. Uh, we don't encourage that. New survey from Pew Research found that 44% of non-parents age 18 to 49 said it's not too likely or not likely at all that they will have children someday. That's an increase of seven percentage points. Folks, just think of that. 44% want no children. None. Zero. And in one respect, in one regard, I tip my hat to those people. Because children are a commitment. Mm -hmm. And unless you can do it right and properly, you should not have them. I'm glad I didn't have kids when I was in my 20s. I wasn't ready. And a lot of people these days, and there's nothing wrong with this at all, they want to enjoy their spoils. They don't want to be tied down. They do not want the commitment. And 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 in some respects, too, those people are smart enough to realize what having a child is. Mm-hmm. What having a child is. 
You're committed. You're tied down. Or at least, wait a minute, or at least you should be. Right. But they don't want children. Who's going to pay all these bills? Who's going to pay all these trillions of dollars? Our populations are going down. But they don't want kids. 44% don't want kids. And that's their right. The survey doesn't bode well for reversal of the downward trend in U.S. fertility rates, which have been hampered by public health and economic crises by the pandemic. Okay, first of all, an economic crisis doesn't have anything to do whether I can get an erection or not. (laughs) All right? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like money. I mean, (laughs) really? Believe me, uh, uh, if they're standing in front of you, then economic crisis isn't going to come. In, you, do you, are you folks getting what I'm, the picture I'm trying to paint here? Uh, yeah, we okay, are. Okay, all we're right. <laughs> now, there's nothing in this article about what drugs and obesity and our public health has to do with our fertility rates either, does it? Dead on. No, there's nothing in that article, folks. No, no, nothing. The number of navy, uh, babies born in this country fell 4%. We had 3.6 million kids born in 2020. Just think of that, 3.6 million. Now, half that many ran in across our border and snuck into the country. That's the largest decline in babies we've had since 1973. Joe Biden's, though, big social spending bill... Marked a dramatic shift, though, towards boosting support for families and children. What what does he mean by support? You know what that means, folks? You know what support means? Support means money. Mm-hmm. Give it to him. Hey, hand it out. Give it to him. Money. Money, 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 money. You give him money, you got control. About one-third of the spending... In this big bill they just passed is devoted to bolstering families through direct cash payments. Huh? Yep. One third. One third of two trillion dollars direct cash payments. Child care, pre-kindergarten. All that kind of stuff. To help ease the cost associated with having children. You see how out of touch these people. You, you see how they're ruining a nation, becoming, uh, we were subsistent, we took care of our own, we did it all, and now it's going to be the government is the answer to all things for all people. It's going to ruin our nation, folks. You don't have children if you can't take care of them. Pretty simple. Who wants the government taking care of your child? My mom, bless her soul, 93 years old, Never never worked while she was raising her kids. Raised them there every day. Uh, and they were able to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. My dad was frugal. He saved. He was committed. They were able to make ends meet. I was able to make ends, ends meet. My wife stayed home with our four kids, and I worked as hard as I could yeah. uh, to raise the children. Now we need to pay you 
for every child you have. I think that's one of the reasons this year, folks, why the demand during Flakesgiving was down. We only had about, we gave away about 1,000, maybe 1,100 max meals. And I think it's because of the government sending out three to $350 checks every month for every child you've had since the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And people just go while they're at the store and they just bought one. All of that money is just going to be doled out to people so they don't have to work and give them money for having a child. Mm-hmm. That's a bad lesson. That's crazy. Although the reasons for not having children vary sharply, the main one given by childless adults is simply that they don't want any. And that's fine. Other reasons given include medical at 19%. Financial reasons are only 17% of the reason why people aren't having children. And don't ever forget the reason why there's money in there is because they want your vote. That's right. Among adults who are under 40, who are already parents, about one quarter of them don't expect to have any more children due to the financial cost involved. While three in 10 said they're too old. Financial cost involved. And? And? The financial cost involved is because they like to spend money on other things rather than their children. Exactly right. See, you have uh, having a child is a sacrifice. And to me, it was worth every minute. Every minute. I get, I get emotional when I think about it because I, I love my kids more than anything in this world. And I would have done anything to have them and anything to provide for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was willing to sacrifice. And, and Mark, Mark knows yep. I, I wanted for nothing. Uh, I went without and made sure they had what they needed. Some people are like that. Some aren't. It wasn't about me going to the Cat Grizz game and uh, or me going out and uh, partying or me going on expensive vacations or anything like that. Uh, the family and the children came first. There's time for that later. There's chronological order where that all comes. But kids are commitments. And they're worth every damn penny of it, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. We need a society with 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 an educated youth, with a loved youth, with a productive youth. And we're not getting that now. But um, that's scary when you think about it. You know, in the cattle business... And, and people are going to think this is cold, but I don't care. I'm a cold person. Um, in the cattle business, you know, 
when you when you dilute your genetic down, um, it 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 will start causing you problems down the road. And we we have right now an open border in this country where millions of people are coming in to our nation illegally. And when you build a society and a nation based on law and order and legal citizens as diverse as we are, there is, by the way, let's, let's just set this straight. There is no other nation in this world anywhere that has the diversity of its people and its citizenry as we have in the United States. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in this world. Nowhere. So shut your face and your pie hole about telling us we're not diverse and we're not accepted because we are. No other nation. But not being able to control our borders. Millions upon millions upon millions, they keep coming in. They keep coming in. And that's going to affect our country. And they know it. They know how people feel about it. And that's why there was an announcement yesterday from the White House. A lot of you may not have heard this yesterday. AP story this morning. I got it right here. You know, I haven't had my glasses on once yet this morning. President Joe Biden plans to require that listen to this that here's here's their political bullcrap again that re, he plans to require that essential non-resident travelers crossing US land borders isn't that a politically correct <laughs> thing non-resident travelers oh so in other words folks illegal immigrants crossing into our US must be fully vaccinated starting January 22nd. But these are essential. So in other words, truck drivers, emergency response officials, they're going to have to be fully vaccinated. Still, nothing in there about immigrants coming into the country, though, requiring them to be vaccinated. And I wanted to talk about COVID this morning, too, but we're running out of time. 200 million people in America now are fully vaccinated, folks. 200 million. 200 million fully vaccinated. They're, last night, according to uh, uh, Dr. McCary, 140 million people in America have natural immunity from having COVID. All right? 240. That's 340 million Americans either have natural immunity now or artificial immunity because they've all been jabbed so many times. There's only 360 million people in the country. That's it. There's only 20 million people in America left that either have not had it or have not had the shot yet. That's it. Only 20 million. And they can't stop it. Everything they told us from the start, from the get-go, Hmm?
all these other places around the country, around the world, who have all these massive vaccination rates, they're all having major outbreaks. Well, how come? Now, why? Why? They told us, remember early, they told us once we got to 50, 60% vaccination rate, why it's it's going to go away. Because it changed. In fact, it changed. It changed. I heard this morning the country of Gibraltar, they, they, they average 2.7 shots per person. They've all had... The first shot, the second shot, and a booster. 2.7%. They've got over 100% vaccination rate, and they have one of the highest outbreaks of COVID. <laughs> Not hearing that in the news, are we? But, um, folks, you you, uh, you got to enjoy your life. You have to live your life like we want to live as Americans and we have to put a stop to all of this government overreach and infringement on our freedoms and our rights and I mean we're just losing them by the day and I'm telling you they are in a full blitzkrieg right now they know they have 11 months America's going to step up I cannot wait I I want to live till next November mm-hmm. I want to see it uh, I want my confidence restored in my country next November. And uh, go out for Thanksgiving and uh, enjoy yourself. Wash your hands. If you're healthy, you're fine. But let them take everything away from you. God, people, I need to go to the farm. <laughs> you do. I need, huh? <laughs> you need a couple of days of just peace I'm, and quiet. Just, and, I do. Hey, can I get a plate of leave me the hell alone? That, <laughs> that's right. Make it a double. And I'm going to plant some railroad ties this weekend. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, just uh, write a few songs. I'll do that this weekend. Sit down with my guitar, Wilson. Go there to the It'll Do. All that. God. It's been sitting in my pickup since Flakesgiving the other day. Got a check from Yellowstone Valley Party Rentals for Flakesgiving. And they also gave us both some pens. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good to see that you guys have more in your promotional budget than we do here at the radio station, but that's just a pet peeve. <laughs> we run the Flakesgiving account through my, one of my banks, and... Since COVID, I hadn't been inside my bank in a year and three quarters. And uh, the deposit with checks and cash and everything, the first one was too big to send in through the drive-thru. So I went inside and I don't know anybody that works inside there anymore. They all knew people from the last time I was in. And this gal pulls out just this massive amount of cash and checks mixed. I don't say a word. (laughs) I want her to wonder what I'm up to. And I know they don't listen to the radio station. So, woke up this morning, <clears throat> went outside, had an inch of snow on the pickup, and uh, fine with me. Yeah, gonna be fifties and sixties for the next five six days. Perfect. It's all right with me. 
In fact, there was a special weather statement that they had issued this morning. Uh, let me get to it here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, loading information. Special weather statement. Tap on that. Higher hills may be snow covered this morning. Snow showers moving through the region. More intense over the higher terrain. Higher hills may see an inch of accumulation on the roads and will dissipate by 9 this morning. There could be some snow covered spots on Interstate 90, including Bozeman Pass, US 212, portions of Highway 87 between Billings and Roundup. Uh, you know, the Bull Mountain Pass. Right. Uh, that area. Be prepared for some snow or ice on the roads. Slow down and allow extra time while traveling. There you go. So, at least we get a little moisture out of this deal. Perfect. It's all right. It'll be gone uh, by tomorrow, folks. Thanksgiving Day, you'll, you'll have forgotten all about it. You won't even know that it snowed yesterday by tomorrow. You'll be so full and mm. be, you'll be passing gas and sleeping on the couch and, you know, too much green bean casserole, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you won't even be worried about it tomorrow. So the moisture is going to be good for us. And once again, hopefully we can get enough snow by Friday to where we can open up the mountain. Because that's all that matters. That is.